Welcome to AI Marketing, a podcast for sales and marketing professionals that want to increase their sales, leads, and conversions through the use of artificial intelligence solutions. And now, here's your host, Mark Fridelman. Abby Rathanabalu owns the product management of the Skylight Virtual Agent on support.microsoft.com, one of the largest AI-based chatbot implementations on the planet with over 4 million impressions monthly. So today, uh, it's a little bit different today. We're going to talk about chatbots still, but we're going to talk about virtual agents at Microsoft that are being used for customer service with, you know, some kind of a marketing bent here and there. We'll talk about that as we get into it. But first, Abby, would you give us a little background on yourself? So I'm a senior program manager with the Microsoft. So of late, I've been part of the customer care intelligence team. So our main charter is to build a chatbot solutions focused on uh, customer service for large enterprises and uh, medium enterprises. So currently we have uh, various chatbot implementations across different organizations. One such implementation is what you see in uh, support.microsoft.com. Uh, the virtual agent, which comes up when you go to like the contact us uh, page. So you're prompted with uh, interacting with the virtual agent. So that is what we call as the Skylight virtual agent. So Skylight virtual agent addresses support issues across various uh, product groups within Microsoft. So I own uh, features in that virtual agent and uh, more on the product management perspective. Apart from that, we also have uh, a new offering, a new SaaS-based offering, uh, what we call as the Dynamics uh, 365 Virtual Agent for customer service. So this is an offering which is currently on public preview. That is like a beta version. I'm also owning the customer success for this uh, new offering, where I help uh, new customers onboard to the solution successfully. Okay, wonderful. I'd just like to jump right into it because I've done a, a lot of work with Microsoft, uh, not with AI, but in a former life with SharePoint and some of the other Dynamics technologies. So right. I have a, a huge interest in what Microsoft is planning for AI. Can you just give us kind of an overall view of the Microsoft strategy for AI? Could, could you do that? Are you, uh, are you knowledgeable about all of Microsoft or just a, a section of Microsoft? I can uh, definitely uh, tell my perspective on that and then give an overview of what we have in the market today. Yeah, love you. So if you look at uh, Microsoft today, uh, we have uh, a footprint across various uh, teams, right? various uh, product organizations. So Dynamics uh, has its own uh, AI footprint through a set of AI products. Right, like uh, Dynamics AI for customer service is one one such uh, suite of uh, products for, through which uh, many of these AI capabilities are exposed for enterprise customers. Right, starting with the customer service. So similarly, there are also other areas which Microsoft is uh, uh, tackling. Main areas I would say is in terms of the productivity we have. Uh, a list of uh, AI services um, offered by Azure, like uh, the cognitive services, 
which is helping in uh, the natural language understanding and uh, if you have heard of uh, Lewis APIs and similarly we also have uh, Azure machine learning uh, offerings which is more like a custom AI solution where the users can make custom AI specific for their organization and we have also have the conversational AI uh, solutions which is the Microsoft uh, bot framework which helps the users to build uh, bots using the framework tools which we are providing. Right. These are some of the footprints uh, we have across uh, various teams. Apart from that, uh, even the developer tools like the coding and management tools also are having a lot of integrations in terms of AI. So every other product team is kind of looking at how they can take the AI, AI technologies and integrate in their, uh, in, in their existing product uh, portfolio. We have like a, a Visual Studio tools for AI, so that is something where, which has been um, um, available for the customers. And you also have Azure ML Studio and Azure ML Workbench, more focused on the machine learning. And there is also other things like the deep learning frameworks, like the Cognitive Toolkit, and various other things. So yeah, so I would say it's a it's a wider footprint but in in, in the context of uh, enterprises uh, specifically around uh, the existing dynamics customers or future dynamics customers who are running businesses specific to customer service the product offering what we have is uh, dynamics uh, 365 AI for customer service so that is the one which uh, we are placing we are positioning for the customers who are enterprise okay. Okay, and um, when you look at what what's going on with the customer experience and you know the solution that that you're providing businesses, are they receptive to it? Are they thinking, well, I don't know if I should have artificial intelligence bots kind of take over parts of my customer service. I mean, my customers are my lifeblood of the organization. Do you see some hesitancy? What what are coming kind of the things that you see from businesses? when they're exploring whether to deploy an AI chatbot or not? So AI is, first of all, to start with, AI is not only chatbots, right? So I told you about these three big uh, product portfolios that we are working on. One is that Microsoft uh, 365, which is a combination of Office and every other uh, productivity tools we have, right, mainly for workplaces. So they have a bunch of workplace analytics uh, tools, which also does the AI, right? So, for example, you could have scenarios like, uh, uh, like you know, the AA or the Cortana could just uh, mine your emails and then it could potentially tell you like, hey, these are the emails you have to follow up, right? Uh, these are the things you mentioned in the email that you will follow up with them and then update the user. So those kind of AA is happening as part of the suit itself, as part of the existing tools itself. So the the barrier for entry for those uh, technologies are very uh, less compared to the others because we're integrating with the existing tools. So those are the workplace analytics types of AI which is happening. And uh, the other big uh, big uh, set of AI which is like the Azure uh, Azure part of the house that is the Azure AI which involves like the Azure bot service or the cognitive service or the Azure Cognitive Search, those kind of uh, tools and the machine learning tools. Those are the ones focused on enterprises or bigger customers who want to build their own 
a custom solutions right and then take it and apply it in their context so if there is a larger organization or which has the developer or if there is an organization which has uh, developer resources and wants to build a very custom ai chatbot solution so they can go for these kind of tools like the bot framework and then figure out how they want to build the uh, whole uh, end to end using these various tools right so here i would say the adoption will be a little bit uh, a longer curve because uh, this involves uh, having the right resources training them so that they can uh, get on board to the solutions so definitely the upfront uh, the upfront investment on onboarding here some of these tools could be more right but whereas the dynamics 365 part of the ai house that is in the microsoft product portfolio that is where we have this uh, SaaS based uh, AI solutions where we call this uh, a dynamic AI for customer service or AI for sales, which is helping in assisted sales or you know enhanced customer service, solving support issues, those kind of things. So there you really do not have any much knowledge of AI to be actually developing a chatbot or implementing a AI solution for your organization. Right. So in that case the barrier for adoption is very less so here typically even a non-technical user can go and uh, create a, or light up the business scenarios they want to address whether it is for assisted sales or whether it's for customer service and then expose it through the bot or through the dynamics uh, AI solution so overall the reception i would say depending on that organization's uh, 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 resources in terms of how much they can invest upfront and what is their long-term strategy. So they can adopt any of these various uh, methods of how they want to infuse the AI in their existing uh, uh, existing solutions which they're using to run their business. It was a great overview, by the way, but do you think that businesses are ready for these AI solutions across the board or is there been a lot of hesitancy or objections or what what are you seeing there is definitely a lot of excitement especially when if the if there is a ease of use for using the tools and then being able to light up these scenarios related to ai so there is definitely a lot of reception and uh, in terms of challenges if you're if you're asking me specifically in terms of like hey what are the things which are really holding back from people from onboarding to ai or or chatbots specifically Right. It is uh, some business critical scenarios which you really want to, you know, cover your basis in terms of uh, uh, privacy or uh, complaints or what is the information you want to expose to the customer through a chatbot or what is the information you want to allow the customer to do through a chatbot. Those kind of course uh, specific scenarios are ones which. Uh, they have some reservations for example let's say you have a chatbot which you are trying which you have built so that the user can come and uh, get a refund right so you really want to nail down all those uh, business scenarios and business rules when you are going to implement or when you are going to expose that kind of uh, functionality through the chatbot so so that is a very high value scenario in the sense that could save a lot of dollars, support dollars for your organization because instead of the customer talking to an actual human agent, which is going to cost you money, yeah. they're going to do that for you. But at the same time, you want to do it right because if the bot 
is not implemented correctly it might just do something it doesn't you are you don't want them to do right it just mm-hmm. may go and issue a refund for someone which is not qualified for so so those are the challenges they need to be addressed on a case by case basis but okay. overall i would say there is a lot of excitement in terms of what we can offer uh, through the chatbots for the customers yeah okay so can you get into a little bit about what your specific chatbot does that you kind of oversee it's a customer support bot right yeah so it's a customer support bot so each organization has their own goal for what they want to, as their chat chatbots because at least in our case our chatbot is exposing in a collection of different uh, products right within the organization and even in a real in a external customer scenario there could be a scenario that not the chatbot might be exposing um, features through uh, our capabilities for various organizations within the larger organization so each organization have their motivation in terms of what is their goal it could be that they want to reduce the support call volume or they want to increase the customer support experience of the customers uh, or uh, you know the overall they want to address some of those key kpis in terms of the resolution rate or the uh csat what we call as the customer satisfaction uh, rate so those kind of things so depending on that um, the chatbot whatever we have uh, exposed to the customers does the various things i would say these are the top uh, few things which they does in terms one is uh, content uh, providing the help content right specific to the context of that uh, user so that is a key thing for us uh because most of the time if the user comes and says okay i want my, my i'm having uh, issues for activating windows or something like that right before you they are uh, escalated to a human agent you want to make sure that uh, you provide uh, enough information for them to be able to troubleshoot on their own so the content piece is very important so so again uh, in any chatbot content is the king and it's not only a one time commitment but it's also an ongoing uh, commitment of uh, of you want to keep the content fresh so that uh, the users who are coming to the chatbot as the product evolves or as the features evolve in your organization they will still get the latest information and they can solve their problem on their own so uh, it's a wonderful overview now you know the sh- show is about marketers in ai so I'm wondering if we could talk about how you could use the customer support bot to kind of enhance solutions for marketers. I mean, if I were using your bot, I know what I would do, which would be to yes, give people the answers they want, but there'd also be this opportunity to look for upsell and cross-sell opportunities depending on pain points that the chatbot introduced or at least you kind of identify certain things that the uh individual is being challenged with and then have a salesperson follow up you know after they ask permission mm-hmm. uh, and just like a, a a customer support rep a well trained one would do mm-hmm. you know help help me identify some pain points within this customer support call and look for other opportunities without coming across as too salesy or too much uh you know like a, a commercial yeah so definitely uh, that is that is a possibility uh, and uh, we do that today in uh, different uh, levels as, as as i mentioned earlier promotions is one such example or like uh, 
retrieving uh, re- retrieving or uh, redeeming a promotion code so those kind of scenarios are definitely can be lighted up through uh, through the bot right and i've seen uh, uh, such scenarios being lighted up in even in the in our context in the microsoft context so for example i can give you the scenario of let's say you you give a promotional offer or a promotion code to a, your end customer as part of your marketing campaign the chatbot could be the way for them to come and redeem that particular offer and then gain the points and then go and use that for their online shopping right so that is a simple scenario so like that there are tons of scenarios you could potentially light up uh, for uh, marketing and uh, upsell scenarios when you look at that if that is the case the first thing to start with the basics is your bot should be like the extension of your brand right so if you're going to make that so if you think that if you're going to make that bot not only as a pure uh, cx bot focused on support but also as a, as more of a uh, uber bot which also does marketing functions so you need the organizations or the marketers needs to branded bot accordingly so the bot, the bot's personality has to be more generic so that it doesn't focus only on the customer support but also like uh, focuses on these additional scenarios and in the tone of conversations you build through the bot and uh, the bot's role in the overall branding they all need to align to this uh, notion that this bot is not only going to help you solve your support issues but also help you with the marketing um factors marketing functions so that is one important thing and uh, second thing is the scope of your topics right so the topics are uh, what we call as the intents that the bot is supposed to handle right so if you today if your chatbot's topics cover only the support related topics you might want to add more topics or identify more topics by talking to your marketing team like what are the various other topics which you can add in the solution which can trigger those uh, marketing related flows like for example trying to find what promotion is happening in which store probably you could add a intent or a topic for around that in your bot uh, so that the bot can serve that information to the user or if you want to redeem a particular promotion code you could add a trigger you could add you could uh, at topics related to that scenario so that you can uh, you can trigger that as part of your bot conversation when the user right. comes when the user shows that intent right i would say you always target the high value and the low low risk scenarios first with the bot and then always have a good well defined escalation strategy at some point when you say escalation strategy i mean like if the bot if you let's say you just brought the bot into a marketing conversation or a, or a sales motion or an upsell opportunity right so always make sure that at some point when you're you you are able to hand off the conversation to a to a human agent or another escalation form when you want to uh, when you think that the bot is not able to handle it and so that you don't lose that uh, sale opportunity right so yeah. have that redefine the escalation strategy as part of this uh, marketing related intents definitely is uh, is a key right mm-hmm. and uh, so this uh, yeah this definitely uh, these couple of things i would say the branding and the topics those are the key things and uh, 
any other scenarios related to you know apart from technical trou- troubleshooting there are other scenarios like uh, any faqs which are specific to the marketing functions that can be lighted up and promotions i talked about it and anything related to orders and shipping those kind of uh, scenarios where uh, customers can uh, want to come and track their orders or get uh, shipping details or want to return their orders those kind of scenarios are also opportunities where you can potentially do uh, upsells or show recommendations and things like that yeah i mean it seems to me like if the as you're developing these bots if you can identify something that would truly help a customer like you know uh, make a simple example like hey i've ran out of space on my you know microsoft um one drive you could easily say well you know just today if you take advantage of this offer right now here's 20% off and you can upgrade for $20 more a month or something like that i i could see something like that happening yep. pretty easily and you can get really smart if you're working with the rest of the organization whether you're smaller or large to look for other opportunities like that that not just you know put a sales or marketing opportunity in front of the customer but you're really giving them something of value that's going to help them i, I see, and and that's just 24/7 so you're yeah. not having to get and train a salesperson to do it you train one bot and that bot can scale like mad so uh to me that there's the real opportunity in what you're doing and perhaps there's a lot more in data collection i'm sure there's a a lot of data collection opportunities for marketers within these these conversations and then just overall you know if if we if you're seeing within these customer experience or customer support bots if you're seeing that hey 50% of them are asking for this feature or they're having this problem then why don't we to give that to product development to kind of develop and, and research and potentially put into the to the next product or the next service offering what have you what are your thoughts on that i think that is one of the greatest advantages because all this uh, all this customer actions or intents can be tracked through the telemetry which you can uh, uh, implement in your bot and then you really have a very micro level view of what is the what is the conversation which is affected and what is the drop off or abandon rate for that particular conversation and what can you do to potentially improve that conversation right so yeah. uh so okay. if for example in your same in your same example if you feel that okay if there is a, a particular topic for orders and shipping where uh, you can uh, where you are seeing lot of escalation rate to a human agent you can potentially mine the chat transcripts of the human agent to find out like what the people are saying and then automate that same thing and so part of the chatbot itself so if the if the people are coming to the human agent asking like how do i buy this or how do i upgrade this you could potentially in, in yeah include a flow in your chatbot which does that instead of us instead of us escalating to the human agent everything so that is the beauty of having this chatbot which is like a it's like a virtuous cycle you get the information of what are the topics or what are the intents that the customers have and what are the ones which need the attention or need help and then you can go and quickly automate those things so that the customers can do it by themselves the next time when do you think we'll have a fully let's say artificial intelligent outlook program or or something that's 
within Microsoft Outlook? Because I, I talk a lot about email versus chatbots, and I, I see with Microsoft the potential for a fully you know, AI-powered Outlook. First of all, would you know anything about that program? And second of all, do you think that's on the drawing board? So uh, there is the Microsoft uh, 365. I would definitely recommend uh, looking into Microsoft uh, 365 offerings, uh, which is a new thing, which is a new offering which Microsoft has put together, which has a lot of such uh, AI touch points which are integrated across uh, these productivity apps, like uh, ranging from Outlook to PowerPoint and various other uh, tools we have today. Like for example, in PowerPoint, the design ideas, uh, the slide design ideas which are generated that are actually generated based on a components so similarly for outlook as i said uh, the cortana sends out a mail of late uh, you could uh, you have this ability to see like what are the emails which are uh, emails which needs your attention right like probably you could have just gone and said okay hey i will follow up on this uh, with you and then you left that email open right i mean you sent that email to that user so the artificial intelligence can or the workplace analytics can actually mine that information and even send you reminders saying that hey these are emails you may potentially have to go and follow up so those are a lot of such interesting scenarios which are getting lighted up so i'm not part of the team so i can i cannot really comment on right. it but definitely advise you to look into the offerings under microsoft uh, uh, 365 to see what are the AI related uh, features we are lighting up in uh, across the productivity tools especially around email yeah, I, and I, I would expect to see this either come out of Microsoft or Google. I mean, we're already starting to see quick reply type things in email. But I, I think if you look at, you know, AI going and looking at all your conversations with an individual and deciding, you know, hey, maybe you should follow up with this person or this is a response that's worked in the past or, you know, just, just providing some intelligence around either an individual email uh, between two people or maybe there's an overall uh, program AI that's looking at your inbox and saying, hey, here are the things that are important or not important, and this is the things that you should be doing today, something like that. But So I, I expect that to be developed by either Microsoft or Google, and I expect it to see within the next couple of years. And I, and I will do that research and probably have somebody from Office uh, on the show at some point. So we're going to wrap things up here. And... Um, I want to, uh, Abby, talk to you about what your favorite AI solution or voice app or chatbot is out there and why. So I'm a bit uh, biased on that. So Yes, I, of course. <laughs> I would definitely recommend you guys to check out uh, Dynamics 365 Virtual Agent for uh, customer service. So the solution which uh, our team has been working on. And uh, I am biased on it with, with the reason, because uh, if you try that solution and you can build your chatbot, you will know what I'm talking about, because the way the solution has been built, it's a completely SaaS solution. The way the solution has been built is so that even uh, it's focused on the business experts and the customer service experts to be able to quickly go and, uh, you know, light up their uh, topics in the chatbot and then uh, present it to their end customers. So there is absolutely no need of any coding experience. All you have to do is use that solution, create your topic, set up your dialogue flows, and uh, and publish it, and uh, it's ready to be consumed by 
the bot and then shown to your end customers. So definitely uh, and the ease of use, I would say, in any solution, that's what I look at because simple is simple is complex. That's my belief, right? So the simpler you make it for your end user, uh, I'm sure that uh, people will be able to use it and then get more value out of it. And I feel that uh, the solution is uh, is doing a good job on that in terms right. of quickly go and uh, automate a scenario, quickly put a topic out there and then make sure the AA catches it, that triggers the right, uh, even if you're not, even if the end user is not typing the exact phrase, the AI is smart enough to pick the right topic, present it to the user so that the user can go through the flow and get uh, complete his action, whatever he wants to do. Great. Okay, so uh, we're wrapping things up. Where can the audience find out more about um, your uh, Skylight Virtual Agent or yourself? If you want to just to... Uh, so Skylight is again an internal tool. So it's web built for Microsoft by Microsoft. So, but if you really want to see like how it handles queries for Microsoft products, you can definitely go to support.microsoft.com and then there you can see the Skylight and uh, uh, Skylight virtual agent under the context test page. And apart from that, uh, you can also go to, if you just uh, search for Dynamics 365 for uh, virtual agent, you could go it will take you to your uh, um, to, to our public preview uh, sign up page so that uh, you can do the sign up it's a free sign up and uh, you can uh, do the sign up and then uh, use your organization account you just need your organization account to do the sign up and you can try out the solution and give us feedback uh, how do you find it yeah okay wonderful um, and from my point of view, we have our uh, Fanatics Media chatbot on Facebook. You can look us up in the show notes. It's uh, facebook.com forward slash Fanatics Media. Okay. Our marketing quote of the day or of the episode, I keep saying day when I mean episode. It's not of the day. We're not doing it every day, almost every day. But uh, it comes from uh, the CEO of Microsoft, coincidentally. Actually, it wasn't coincidence. It did this on purpose uh, from Satya Nadella. I definitely mm -hmm. fall into, he says, I definitely fall into the camp of thinking of AI as an augmenting human cap capability and capacity. I like that, that quote, and it's attributed to your CEO. If you enjoy our podcast, please write a review for us in the Apple Podcast and Google Play apps. Your reviews encourage us and help others choose our podcast. The more listeners, the better, as far as I'm concerned. So again, Abby, I, I really appreciate you being on the show and uh, look forward to seeing what you're doing in the future. Thank you, Mark, for having me. Really appreciate it.